you are at a place of like um privilege or you understand that like you know instead of just being like you know what i'll bring my next it's like no actually reach further like put your extend your hand out even further and not saying you're the one person that's going to solve all the issues but just doing your part and that could help Welcome to the Cosmic Laundry Podcast. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon. I'm a clinical counselor and a psychological astrologer, and I started this podcast to have real, grounded conversations and to bridge the gap between the spiritual and the mundane. On this podcast, we take mystical topics and we talk about them in a deep and impactful way. Every conversation is astrology infused, and it's my intention that each episode brings you into a deeper experience of your own humanness and your own divinity. You are divine, you are here for a reason, and no matter what you do or who you are, I believe that you have powerful magic to give to the world. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for listening. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back. This is episode 14 of the Cosmic Laundry podcast and our guest today is Tolu Adepoju. She is from Calgary but she's lived all over the world and uh, her and I met at uh, Selena's Money Boss conference back in December. Um, Tolu is so, like, I'm just so excited to introduce you guys to her and I really hope that you guys follow her. So she has an Instagram. She has three Instagrams, actually, which blows my mind because as someone that runs one Instagram and is honestly uh, sometimes struggling with that, the fact that she has three absolutely blows my mind. But she has um, her personal account, um, or I guess it's not her personal account, but it's her account that's under her name, Tolu Adepoju. Um, then she has her podcast account, which her podcast is amazing and you definitely have to listen if you scroll back um down to the beginning I was on there in uh, January I think I was a guest on her podcast but she has just you know she talks about everything from like health and fitness to women's women's empowerment to the universe and intergenerational trauma and all of these different things so I definitely would recommend checking that out everything will be linked in the show notes um and then she runs another instagram called the self-care corner and on top of that she has a youtube so she's essentially just like a super badass and um she's a projector so if you are a projector that is running a business i definitely recommend following her because she talks so much about self-care which is really really important for any projector in business and as you guys know projectors are also very 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 wise so i was so excited to have her on the podcast today because i knew there would be you know just so much wisdom that would come from this conversation and there was i'm a little bit sad because we had another 20 minutes of the conversation before um this recording and our tech kind of like 
it kicked us out and then we came back in and the first recording was lost so I will be having her back on the podcast at some point to talk more about those things that we had talked about in the beginning but in this uh, episode we really talk about her experience immigrating to Canada from Australia but before then she was in London and then before that she was in Nigeria which is her home country we talk about her experience as a black woman um, in entrepreneurship and and what businesses can be doing especially with conferences and workshops to uh, make those spaces safer for black women indigenous women and women of color we talk about self-care and how she's been taking care of herself um, since the death of George Floyd and uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, and we really get into, you know, just the intersectionality of different things. We talk about um, her business and yeah, it's just generally a really, really great conversation. I think it's really important to listen to. I think that everybody needs to listen to this episode. If you are um, black or indigenous or a person of color, there is a little bit obviously of a trigger warning with this. We don't go super deep into her trauma or anything like that. Um, But we are talking about Black Lives Matter. We are talking about um, what it's like being a black woman, you know, her experience being a black woman in Canada and um, navigating entrepreneurship and, um, you know, having, you know, friend groups that are predominantly white, things like that. So there is obviously a chance that this could bring up um, trauma or memories or things like that. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, But for all of my white listeners, I don't want this to be an episode that you skip because it's really, really important, especially if you own a business. And if any of your clients or customers are um, Black, Indigenous, or uh, POC. With that being said, I'm not going to talk any longer. Uh, We're going to jump right into it. I hope you guys are having a really great uh, week and that you're taking care of yourself. Um, I think I was saying, uh, yeah, like even I know when I do go back home, like people, um, I will even stick out. Right. And so, um, they'll be like, yeah, she's Nigerian, like her name, but she's, she hasn't lived here for a while. Like people will know. And so, um, yeah, but that's not going to be like a barrier for me or anything like that. I'm not going to let that stop me because at the end of the day, I do realize like I'm unique and everybody has their own, like, um, unique like life's p- life part uh, path in the world but yeah I would love to go back home soon I don't know when with everything that's going on um, but I do know um, I should go back home well not I should but I will definitely be making a visit I'd say in the next like five years or so so yeah that's awesome is that yeah. something that your family like that you guys would do together or do you think you'd go on your own Um, honestly, I'm not quite sure. Like, I don't know. Cause the thing is my, um, my dad actually goes back home pretty often. Um, and he's even talked about, like, he's even talked about, I, I, well, my dad's kind of like me where we can't, we enjoy traveling a lot. And so I feel like he might end up just, my gut tells me he hasn't said it yet, but I feel like he's not going to end up living here forever and ever. Um, so I feel like my dad will probably want to like go back home and settle down and things like that. And so I can like, if I do go back, I would go like visit back home and things like that. But if we like my mom, 
is not too bothered about going home. She loves it here, quite frankly. Um, but I think if I do, um, it might be maybe I'd go back with my dad or maybe just even with my friends, because I know a lot of my friends, they've also lived abroad for quite a bit, like a number of years, and they also want to go back home. So it would probably be like, I, I don't care if I go with like my parents or just do like a group trip with the fr- like my friends and things like that. But um, yeah. Fun. Yeah. And I have family back home. Like I have a lot of family back home. So it's just like, I just got to get there. <laughs> That's the first step. <laughs> do they yeah. ever visit you here? Um, they do. They do. So um, it was actually really, really nice. My So when I graduated two years ago, um, it like everything just like worked out perfectly. My cousin was getting married. And so my uncle um, on my dad's side came down to come visit him us and I hadn't seen him for 15 years so that was just like that just made my heart so happy yeah that which is amazing and then sometimes too like what I'll like um what I'll do is like I'll grow because I have a lot of family that lives in England and the Netherlands I'll just like like travel to go see them so that way it doesn't feel like just an obligation of like you have to come see me like I will also I don't mind actually if anything I'm like oh joy like I get to go on a flight like yay (laughs) so hang out with my fam yeah yeah so that like yeah that like I try and also make so it's equal uh like equal effort right and so that's 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 really lovely and I get a vacation out of it like I'm like okay bye bye Canada (laughs) Yeah. You ever like, where do you feel like is your home? Like, does it you ever wish that you guys had maybe stayed in Nigeria or Australia or London was the other place that you lived in? Yes, yes, yes. You had stayed somewhere else? Or are you happy that you came to Canada? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Honestly, I love that question. That's a great question. Um, That's a really, really good question. Like, at first growing up when we would like literally and my parents were the kind of people they won't like they don't tell you the food details of things they would just be like here's what's happening in a month I would be out of school and like boom just gone I'd be like okay friends like bye I'm I'm out of here I guess like they would only give us about a month's notice um which I understand from their like Like, I wish they gave me a longer heads up. But now that I'm older, I do understand why they might have done some of the things they did, because it's like, you're a kid, you don't have to worry about the logistics, you just we're up and leaving, we're your parent, you just do as we say. Um, So that kind of was like, I'd be so upset, because it's like, oh, I just settled down, I just made all these friends, I just got into a routine, right? Do you know what I mean? Um, And and like I'd be like okay now we're moving again like part of me would be excited but also part of me would be really sad because it's like oh man like my old friends and things like that or I didn't get to like grow up with them kind of thing how some people do um and so it was kind of like yay new place but also at the same time like oh no I'm leaving and so um growing like growing up I was like oh man like but now that I'm older, I actually kind of appreciate it so much more. Um, and I feel like what I was saying earlier, that kind of adds to my superpower of just being able to like fit right in wherever and just be like, okay, all right, here's how they do things. All right. Okay. Don't do that. Okay, cool. Um, but honestly, I'm like, when we moved to Canada, it was cause my, um, my dad's older sister lives here and they were pretty close. And my dad's always like, he's worked, he's has an oil and gas background. 
And so that was like also a major incentive for him to come because my aunt was like, well, come to Canada. It's great for families and things like that. And you'll be closer to us. Right. Instead of like being on the other end of the world, we lived in Australia before moving to Canada um, and things like that. And so, I mean, I was happy to be here because I was closer. I had family because usually when I would move to these new countries, I didn't have like someone that was related to me by like family it would just be like oh that's my dad's really good friend kind of thing which we would call our uncles and aunties um but um I'm grateful and thankful that (laughs) we live here and it's nice to have like my cousins and things like that like my cousin is literally like my big brother um which is amazing and that's that's awesome um and things like that but I feel like if I had to pick one country where I'd be like you know what like I would go back there to go live it would be Australia but it's <laughs> it would be Australia and it, this is it's gonna be a biased answer and it's because it's warm like it's it's like Canada is the coldest country I've ever lived in <laughs> and then the weather in Alberta is just crazy and yeah I would say like I would say it would be Australia um, will I go back someday? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, like, most likely. <laughs> but I would say Australia would be my favorite countries. But honestly, I've loved, like, living in Canada as well. Like, there's so many great um, perks about living here and opportunities about living here. So I am grateful as well. Um, but, yeah, it would definitely be Australia because it's nice and warm. <laughs> and it's cold. It's hella cold here. Like, hella cold. <laughs> That must have been such a culture shock for you guys. We well, yeah, like I mean, okay, so we like we lived in Germany. Like I've lived in winter and things like that, but like Canada is freezing, and here, like Canada's massive, which is also crazy. The thing that blew me away was like how crazy it was to fly. Like, if I want to go to Montreal right now, let's say COVID wasn't happening or whatever, and everything was pre-COVID, it's crazy expensive. I'm like, I'm in the same damn country. What? Like, why am I? I might as well just go somewhere else. Like, you are better off going to Mexico or somewhere else. Exactly. Um, so that was just like, well, they got a lot of land here. And this place is massive. Like, it's huge. It's a yeah. big ass country. <laughs> I actually remember I used to nanny in BC in the summers when I was yeah. in the Yeah. For this European family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the um, wife who was from the Czech Republic, one of her friends came to visit and yeah. he came in the summer. And uh, when he got here, he was like, okay, well, I don't have a car, so I'm going to need a bike. I'm going to need a bike to get around. Um, and so he was like, oh, I'll just find one and, and order it. And so the place where he found like the specific bike that he wanted was in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And, they had a- and he was like, why is it going to take three weeks and cost me $700? <laughs> <laughs> very far away and he just like it was so mind-blowing for him thinking about just how much space there was in Canada I remember telling him to drive 20 hours to get there from where I lived and he was so shocked yeah like yeah yeah. it's it's insane like I'm just like Canada's is massive like you guys have land (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, literally. <laughs> it's so funny uh, as I'm saying that right now. Like, so where I currently live, it's like a newer area in Calgary. And, like, there's construction happening, like, next door to me because the house next door has not been built. And I'm just like, 
the irony of like what we're talking about right now and it's like there's still new houses just even going up right now like like yeah (laughs) we're always expanding it's crazy yeah 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 no I mean we do need the I, we need, I think we need the population because it's like we have it's a big country and what well, it's only about 33 million not a whole lot of people yeah that's yeah. true that's yeah really true. I remember as a kid learning that California had just as many people in the entire like the state of California as we have in all of Canada and I could not fathom <laughs> <have> that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I'm sleeping on top of each other. Like I just not picture it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is like culturally, are Canada and Australia similar? Like, was there a big culture shock between the two places? Um. Honestly, so there are like some things that I like noticed when I like first moved here. I people say Canadians are really really nice, but in my opinion, I, I think Australians are nicer. <laughs> <laughs> just like went against that yeah like I yeah I honestly think Australians are nicer they're more laid back um whereas here I feel like it's just very like go 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 even though like Canada's probably not that bad let's say compared to somewhere like the states but or yeah like I feel like yeah Canada's a lot more like they're not as laid back it's like go 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 yes maybe not as like crazy intense as like LA or other places like that um also just like car differences I don't know if this is just an Alberta thing but a lot of trucks here which (laughs) you see a lot but it it makes yeah yeah it makes it makes sense for the weather and things like that right so I that I do understand um culture shock um uh not like honestly not not really like there's yeah yeah not really like there's nothing they're kind of similar and I mean like in Australia they drive on the uh right side of the road and here it's on the left but not really I would say they're pretty similar and things like that and I mean like here healthcare is more um what do you call it universal Whereas there you have to pay, it's a little bit more um, kind of thing, but it's not like how it is in the States where you're literally like pulling teeth to pay for like, uh, let's say your healthcare and things like that. Um, But other than that, no, I would say it's pretty, it's pretty similar, like pretty similar. cool that you have lived in so many different places. Like I just feel like you have so much knowledge probably from <laughs> And the, you know what the funny thing is I'm I'm like I want to go more places. <laughs> yeah. You got the travel bug, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Like when you talk about that superpower that you have of like that, that adaptability. Yeah. Like it's almost like we can look back at these things and we can be like, oh, yeah, like I have these special gifts yeah. that come from the circumstances that maybe were hard or difficult. Like you yeah. would have learned to adapt quickly in yeah. order for you to really like be okay with all of the moving, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is, yeah, that's so true, like, 100%, like, literally, like, it's, like, in some of the, like, painful things, it's, like, oh, like, okay, like, 
all right, like, all right, like, this is not so bad or whatever. Or like having to adapt, it doesn't feel so painful or like soul crushing of like, oh, no, my life is over. It's like, okay, all right, cool. Okay, let's move on kind of thing. So that is, yeah, that is so true, girl. (laughs) I love love what you talked about earlier about reconnecting back to your authenticity, right? Because that adaptability can be a a double-edged sword for sure. And I love, I know that you mentioned it while we were talking today, but even when you hosted that, um, like, women's gathering, which was amazing, by the way. Like, I was just blown away and so thankful that you did that. But I remember you talking about how you show up differently with your black friends versus your white friends and how I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I just, like, be me in all spaces. And, like, I... I love that. I love that so much. I can imagine that that is probably difficult, but yeah, like, yeah, no, I like a hundred, like it's so true. A hundred and ten percent. And even sometimes too, like, I mean, back in the day, sometimes here and there, I'll still feel it. Like of like, I'm like, wow, people I'm like in my head, I'm like, haha, like you don't even really know me. Like, and then I'll like, sometimes some things I will like post on Instagram and stuff. And then like when I'm with them in real life, it's like, I'm so I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, they don't even know me, but I just posted that. But like, whatever, like, um, you know what I mean? Like people being like, I'm, like in real life, I'm kind of like, if I'm new to a space, what I'll do is I'll notice. Like I won't talk much. I'll just kind of like absorb everything and just like notice people and be like, okay, cool. That's how you work. All right. Cool. Like I'm like calculative and like, I'm like, okay, that's how this person is. And I'll just like, just absorb and like listen kind of thing. And then I'm like, huh. like online, I'm just like, oh, what are, this is me. This is who I am really and truly. Like, <laughs> so yeah love that I love it what do you find like what were the parts of you that you felt that you had to or maybe still do but like what are the parts of you that you felt you couldn't embody in you know groups with white people or even just like you know people that aren't black um yeah like so kind of just like toning myself down like because I'm someone that I'm very like my energy kind of rubs off on other people or at least that's what like my best friends told me like if I'm excited you'll get excited too kind of thing like I like um, but sometimes just like toning that down because I'm like oh I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable or kind of make them feel like I'm being too loud or um sometimes just like not even saying what I feel because I was scared of being judged kind of thing or like sometimes not wanting to like say some like say something or point something out so I don't come off as offensive or like something I've noticed and I'm like oh oh oh, no like ooh, but I don't want to say anything I don't want to seem like I'm calling you out kind of thing or just like do you know what I mean just kind of like playing it down being just going along with the flow like do you you know what I mean not really taking up space or anything like that is kind of like how I felt um or sometimes just like like even for example remember when we met at um Selena's event yeah even that like do you know like even going to that event I remember like signing up for it and I was like I bet you I'm gonna be like one like probably the only black person there like like I was like I bet you I'm gonna be the only black person and like this was an event like I genuinely like wanted to go to because um you don't sometimes we don't have a lot of uh entrepreneurship resources here in Calgary um 
which I value and like I love entrepreneurship and things like that and this was an opportunity because I was like oh I've listened to Selena's work and she's great and she's awesome and things like that and even that begging my best friend like hey come with me so I don't feel like I'm the only like <laughs> do you know what I mean? even that like um yeah just, being worried like yeah. oh I'm am I gonna be noticed or they're just gonna just not even notice that I'm there at all right so well yeah. and I remember when you got up and you spoke about that about yeah. how your internal dialogue was like this is an event for white women yeah um, and I just remember I think we had met briefly before then but we hadn't yeah and I remember being like she is so cool and I want to be her friend and get to know her because I was just Aww. like that a like takes so much courage to to think that and and to show up to a space which you were right you were one of the only black women there I think there were a few more but not yeah. a lot it was white women yeah um, but and like choose yourself and be like I'm going and then yeah. like get up and speak about your experience of, of being in that space like I was yeah. just like wow this woman is powerful Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like I was, yeah, I was like, I was really nervous and I was just like, who am I to be here? Kind of thing. Like things like this is not for you totally. Like these are not made for you. These are made for like serious people who make lots and lots and lots and lots of money in their businesses and stuff. Like, so who are you to just, it was, it, it was imposter. It's imposter syndrome. Really? Yes. Like imposter. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. So um, those are like some things that will still like, it's not as bad, but like here and there, it will still show up. Right. Um, and things like that, or like me being, um, like nominated for things or just like, I remember even like at a work event that we had, um, and we went like ax throwing and stuff and like, not trying to my own horn and stuff like I did really well and like everyone I like and people were just like wow and oh my gosh and and so just like things like that and it's like oh I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable like me being worried about making you feel uncomfortable because of like my abilities and things like that and it's like I'm not if I'm not trying to be me being worried about it because I'm like I don't want to come across as like um, I'm better than you and da, 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 da. I guess it is kind of like a shadow but of yeah. me not like not wanting to take up too much space absolutely yeah. well, really how safe has it been in the world for black women to take up space right oh so, yeah taking up space is, is huge yeah like we're always labeled right it's like oh you're aggressive or you're too sassy oh it's because you're black oh you're just naturally good at that and it's like no I put it in the work like <laughs> do you know what I mean like I put in the work and the time or like just yeah or sometimes just non-deservedness of like oh or like people just being oh you don't have the skills for that but not even in a way that's like okay I notice even if that is what you notice being like okay I do notice you don't you're not as strong here but let's work like constructive feedback instead of just like condescending feedback kind of thing yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah yeah I think yeah like I said I just I have so much respect for you and <sighs> I love you girl <laughs> I love you too. I'm curious like I know that this is a big question and yeah it's so layered but like what like what would have made it feel safer for you to come to an event like Selena's like 
I think about this often myself, Mm -hmm. someone who puts on events for women. And most of my clients and followers are white women, although not all of them are. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing. But I'm always so curious about what can be done to make those spaces safer for Black women and Indigenous women and women of color. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for myself, and this will just be, I mean, this is based on me. I can't speak for every other like Black women and things like that. I think it's just like seeing more of us in places like that. So for example, um, yeah, it's pretty much just seeing more people that look like us kind of Mm -hmm. like modeled back to me as like, oh, okay. All right. Like, it's like, okay, you really did your homework. Like you didn't just like, oh, it's easier. I already know these people. These like, do you know what I mean? It's like you kind of like going outside your comfort box to be like, okay, I, I'm going to intentionally get someone who for like, let's say they're black or people of color or whatever um, that have the skills and that I need. Not just like picking someone just to be like, oh yeah, cool, right? Like for example, the speakers. Yeah. Right. That that could have helped. I mean, it was great that there was men there and it wasn't just the woman, like a woman, but the speakers, yeah. even like the guest speakers and things like that. Yeah. Right. So that's something um that could have helped. I, and honestly, something that I will give Selena is the, her event was fucking great. Like I, it blew like my mind. Like I did not think for the amount of money I paid for that, that's what I would get. So the event was great, but I feel like, yeah, having more, um black women kind of thing for for sure right or like partnering more of more with like let's say a local black owned business kind of thing right and then having them like even if you partner with them and then kind of having them like talk about the event right kind of thing as that partnership that would be like oh okay like you are trying to engage not just one aspect of the of uh, of like the community but more like you're extending your hand out even further to be like no 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 like yes it's easy for me to reach my hand over and be like yeah you come but like you're actively going out of the door and being like no you come here that would have like that would have helped um yeah I love that yeah and you know as a white woman who you know, owns a business and my business is like women's empowerment. Sure. It's astrology, but ultimately it's just like, I want women to know all women to know how fucking powerful and magical they are. And so I think about this a lot in terms of like, that's not a big ask, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, for the speakers to be diverse, you know, for um, even the like people that are working the event to be diverse. Yeah. that's not a, a big ask. That's not mm-hmm. a hard thing. That's something that um, white women in the wellness and spirituality space, like we have an obligation to create more diversity in these spaces. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. And I know it's like very complex and there's so many other things to that too. Cause I know oh, yeah. about, like, can you also create, make sure that this space is safe for black women. Right. Mm-hmm. And, not just inviting them in and then you know hoping that it's a safe space like yeah and yeah of like yeah you have to fit around these parameters like it's like no 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 this is who I am take it or leave it kind of thing welcome here yeah Yeah. I love that 
I love it. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm just like soaking it in right now. All of the, <laughs> it's it's the okay. It's okay. Um, I am too. <laughs> yeah. But I, and I, I really hope that this everything that's happening right now with mm-hmm. people muting themselves and mm-hmm. hearing more black voices, like I hope that people are starting to see how much you know how many black businesses and stuff are even out there like I realized through this it was really interesting because I didn't know this but Instagram will actually show you more people um they kind of filter based on race so Mm -hmm. for example if I go to a human design creator or you know and then look at like you know how you can do the drop down and it'll suggest people yeah it will suggest people of the same race um I did not know that and so it wasn't until this whole thing that I realized like holy shit there are so many amazing black women astrologers black women human design experts black women teachers that I have not been shown on my you know podcasting feed my instagram feed like anything it's 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 so so true yeah it's like you you have to actively search like even i mean for example if i wanted to go on youtube and look up a hair tutorial or like a makeup tutorial or whatever that to make sure it like looks similar i have to put black in unless i'm like it's just all gonna be white people so yeah. like I have to or even with Pinterest let's say I was making a mood board or something like that and I'm like okay I wanted to be a black girl like I have to actively put that in unless you're just not gonna get that at all um yeah, yeah and it's so true and it's like yes yeah, they do exist and stuff like the algorithm algorithms racist like <laughs> like it, it is right so it is you and, and the thing is it's it's there's so much that goes into it which I won't like delve into all of that in the podcast because I'm not an expert at it but um there's so many layers that it just like it literally just bleeds into every kind of aspect of society and things like that and I mean even recently like one of my friends got hired at a job and he um looked up the HR manager and he was like oh she's Nigerian he's like that's why this makes so much sense right and so (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, right? And so it's like you, you, you. Society's made it so you, you have to go actively search. It's not just like readily there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like it's just it's frustrating now, and I also realize that it's I've been so privileged in not knowing that. Like I really just thought that there weren't as many. Um, black women in the spirituality space oh they're- no they they exist there's oh, even a, even in the podcast platform even I know yeah. I have to actively go search or like go on google and be like okay black own, like podcast before blogs come up about it and things like that so yeah yeah so it, it's really like for anyone listening like you you have to actively seek yeah um, these businesses out but Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've noticed like there is a podcast um black girl bravado Mm -hmm. have you listened to their stuff I've listened Um, to one of their episodes oh my gosh they are so entertaining and so funny and like so wickedly smart and I just remember listening to them and being like 
they are doing the podcasting game better than 99% of people. Like, why are they not higher on the rankings? Because I was just so shocked that I had never heard of them before and had no, um, just no awareness of their work because it is like their podcast is amazing, right? So just interesting for sure um as someone because I know you have a podcast is that something that like do you have to market different or do things differently to try to make sure that your podcast gets you know seen and heard more like Um, how does that impact your business oh it definitely does and I feel like even especially like sometimes when well when I was even a online fitness coach and stuff like the a lot of my clients were black women if I'm being honest they're black women or like women of color and things like that like but um like some white people would be like yeah yeah, I'm interested but they would never actually like follow through with it or just like actually when it came time um it almost kind of felt like and even this is something that I talked to um a lot of my friends to like black who are black women in this industry and I'm like it's almost kind of like am I sometimes it's like am I going crazy like I feel like you it's like you I have to work a hundred like I have to bring in 200% more than what let's say like another white fellow counterpart is doing it's like and it's like and sometimes too you don't you almost like feel like am I going crazy like am I I am that person that's always you don't want to sound like you're that person that's always bringing it out back to race of like oh it's 2020 and people are like no it doesn't exist and no it does like it really doesn't I'm like with all of this that's happening I'm so glad because it's like no I'm not crazy I'm literally not crazy the whole time the sometimes when I would think oh, this is a race thing. So they just probably don't think I'm I'm smart enough or whatever. Or I'm good enough for this or whatever. Like, or I was just gifted. You know, I was born this way. It's all genetics, right? Like I didn't put in the work or anything like that. So yeah. um, that's how like sometimes it's felt. And it's like, man, like you just really have to, you have to put in 200%. It's like always you having to like prove yourself or like overprove yourself or over deliver kind of thing just to be like no like I'm I'm good or my work is good um yeah yeah which is so like if you think about it that just even adds to the cycle right because then mm-hmm. you're going to be more prone to burnout you're going to be more yeah. prone to taking jobs that aren't aligned with you or clients that aren't aligned with you because you um like have to hustle harder you have to work harder yeah and that- like, I, I really do hope that if all of the awareness that's being created right now changes things on all levels. Um, and I guess we can only really see how long the momentum kind of lasts. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, it, it's just it'll be really, really interesting to see who really continues to do the work and, like, show up mm-hmm. for black people, which is what we have to do as white people, right? We have to constantly show up yeah Yeah. exactly and it's not even like you know like you don't have to be out here going hey look at me like I'm like do you know what I mean like I did this or whatever it's like it's it could be easily done like even in your households and things like that like redirecting the conversation educating people of like no 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 kind of thing that's not actually right or like if you are at a place of like 
um, privilege or you understand that, like, you know, instead of just being like, you know what, I'll bring my next. It's like, no, actually reach further, like put your extend your hand out even further and not saying you're the one person that's going to solve all the issues, but just doing your part. And that could help. Right. Of just being like, okay, I'm going to bring this person along with me kind of thing. Right. Like I'm going to bring this indigent like you who like whoever people that are at a lesser privilege right because um yeah <laughs> the system was not made for us <laughs> and I mean yeah like the the society's built been built off of the backs of people who have been enslaved and yeah. um oppressed so it's not going to be a one one year one day hundred year like it's going to be a journey absolutely yeah yeah and you know it's really interesting too when you start looking into the astrology of all of this stuff so Mm -hmm. um, the united states right now is going through something called a pluto return and Mm -hmm. so um astrologers for years have been predicting that the constitution would break down and have to be Mm -hmm. rebuilt um as they'd be like moving into a new era and a new, like literally birthing a new nation. Um, And so like that whole process is not over until 2024. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like we are in the the birthing stages of, of witnessing that. And um, like, I think Canada will obviously be impacted because because we're and you know this is now like a, a global issue but yeah. we were experiencing our Pluto return for another 100 years 150 years oh wow so you can almost like watch the states and see what they did wrong um, yeah. and right and and course correct so that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to get to that level right so mm-hmm. just really interesting watching there's a few um black astrologers that I follow that are amazing, like so fucking amazing. I will link yeah. them in the show notes. Um, and there's one, her name is, I don't know if I'm saying it properly, but it's um, Aya Samadhi. No, um, you're talking about, yeah. Her. Oh, oh, great. I love her so much. And she's yeah. been talking about like the astrology of um, just so many different movements mm-hmm. in the space. And like so many different pivotal points in black culture. And it's been really fascinating seeing her perspective on all of that. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's very interesting um, to see, especially with like astrology and things like that. Um, Yeah, I'm like, I'm so like, honestly, and even something that I was thinking about is like, I'm so glad like all of this is happening right now because like sometimes these are just things that you've just come to accept of like oh, that's just how it is kind of thing or like like every like black person or like people um that are minor we've all felt this of like oh, oh it's fine it's okay just like keep your head low yes it's happening you kind of just become okay with it right like you're just like that's just how things are and I'm glad all of this is happening because it's like it's it's reaffirming of like shit I'm not crazy like you know what I mean like like wow like do you know what I mean like now you now you see what it feels like do you know what I mean and you've only been going through this for what one week or two weeks and you feel how welcome 
Hi guys, uh, just a quick interruption to let you know that in the show notes I have linked a blog post and PDF with a list of some um, Black, Indigenous, and POC astrologers, mystics, meditation teachers, coaches, all of those things. Uh, so that you can follow them and start to diversify your feed. Obviously, this is not an exhaustive list, and I hope to be, you know, continuously adding to it. If you have anyone that you would like to have me add to the list, uh, send me an email at hello at giselleplamondon.com and I will add it. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. everyone was like kind of talking about it I mean a lot of us were like angry like there was a lot of I definitely felt very unsettled like one minute I was angry next I was happy next I was frustrated it was just like a roller coaster of emotions I'm not gonna lie self-care went out the bag like literally I'll, I would wake up jump on Twitter and like I usually don't do that like I don't jump on social media for the first hour of two of me waking mm-hmm. up because I'm just like this doesn't control me like like I can't just like wake up jump online and what however other people whatever people say just kind of like guides my emotions or how I feel and so for sure self-care like went out the door I was just like waking up on Twitter just so I um, didn't feel guilt of like I'm missing out or whatever was going on um and so that was happening there was also like me just like reaching out to my best friend us just ranting bitching letting our frustrations out kind of thing um venting about like everything that was just going on and then in the following like the following week I was like all right we got to regroup here because mm-hmm. mental health is dipping and we cannot have that because how can I pour into other people if I'm not even taking care of myself so I definitely started to um reintegrate some of my self-care routine backs not jumping um on my phone right away when I wake up making sure I'm so glad even like gyms were starting to open up so so glad because that's like for me um that's been really really helpful like the gym um is kind of like therapy to me and like therapeutic like especially mental wise um so going back to the gym has been helping with my moods and how I've been feeling and things like that and just also like talking to myself and even journaling of like this is a journey right like um and just understanding that like yes things are coming to light now yes some, some people might want to be a little bit more nicer to you kind of thing um and I'm not here to like guilt trip like it's in a way like it's not your fault because the history that has been fed to us um a lot of us is bs but it's like okay now that you do know go do the work right like and if anyone wants to like go into like race and all of that I am not the expert I'm I'm not the and sometimes I don't have the energy I'm a projector guys I don't have the energy (laughs) (laughs) project your friends alone literally yeah like we just want to rest we're tired like we're literally especially black women like we're tired like I'm just like you know and sometimes too like you just want to just like clock out like literally like I'm just like yo catch me in 2021 like (laughs) literally yeah and so yeah sorry I was just gonna say you made such an important point there is that you know people need to understand that not every black person is an expert race right yeah. you're an expert on your own experience and asking somebody to tell you constantly over and over about what they've experienced that is traumatizing 
traumatizing exactly exactly literally you're yeah and it's 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 traumatizing because and I even felt a lot of like old wounds coming back up of like oh my god that time I was treated like this or when like I got fired because of this because I got a new boss who was like an older white lady that was raised Mm, anyways (laughs) um just things like that it was just like it was just like very a little bit traumatizing and things like that um but just kind of like getting back into self-care of things like meditating drinking water meal prepping that way like I don't go hungry throughout the day or like last minute I'm scrambling to order off of like uber like uber eats or skip the dishes or whatever um has been really helpful for me and um also hosting the healing circle as well like that's also that was something that was very um healing for me to just kind of have all of us together in the healing circle um was great um for me as well and just giving space holding space for other people because it's like okay what can I do on my part and that's that was something I was like you know what this is something I would like to do um on my part so yeah, those are just like some things that have been helping me. And yeah, those are just, yeah, getting back into self-care, reintegrating self-care because self-care is everything. Like literally, it's literally you putting on your own. The way I like to define it is you putting on your own oxygen mask on first before helping others, right? So that's... Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's everything. Like you can have everything in this world, but like, if you don't feel good at all mentally, you can't enjoy it. Then what's the point, right? Like. Absolutely. So I know like you mentioned that you're not necessarily actively taking clients right now. Like you said, you're more so just in in the focus point of, of pivoting and like, really like serving and giving information. Um, but I'm going to be linking like all of your information so people can find you because I know people are going to want to. Guys, you have to follow her. Her Aww. Instagram is amazing. You have the best curated feed ever. Like I'm a professional photographer walking around with you all the time. And you're having like a photo shoot in your bedroom. And I just love Pretty it. much. <laughs> Thank you so much. So everyone needs to follow you. Okay. Um, but also like I want people to be able to uh, stay connected with you for in the future when you do open up space for clients. Yeah. Um, so what like what are the things that you most love helping people with? Um, I love helping people with helping them curate their own self-care toolbox, right? So um, cause I feel like self-care is, it's a, like, it's a buzzword that we hear tossed around, but there's so much that goes into self-care. It's not just like, I mean, sometimes when we see self-care, the way it's like talked about online, it's like getting massage and getting your nails done or going shopping. And I'm not to say like, that's not self-care if that works for you. Cause I think self-care is very unique. If that's what works for you, that is amazing. You do that. But when you're having, um, like there's different facets to self-care and let's say you're not going to go shopping or get your nails done every time you feel sad or every time you feel depressed or anything like that. Like you're not always just going to be getting your nails done. That's just an aspect of it. There's so much that goes into self-care. So um, if people, if you would like to get like, so what I do is host like a one-on-one 90 minute like uh, session with me. 
um, if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're just feeling like you need to curate your own personal self-care toolbox, I do host one-on-one 90-minute um, like consult sessions. Um, I'm currently working on like my website and things like that. And that's kind of been put on pause, but I'm still like, it'll be launching here really soon um, on my new, on my website and you can contact me. I can send you the link, girl. Okay. Amazing. I'll send you the link to my website. And then um, once that's like live and running, I'll make an announcement on Instagram. So you guys can keep up with me on there. And then in the meantime, if you're like, you know what, I want um, a little bit more content and things like that. I do also have another Instagram page, which is just dedicated to all things self-care, which is called Mm -hmm. the self-care corner, um, which I'll send you the link as well. Um, And you guys can kind of like, if you want those daily like tools and tips and things like that, you guys can have access to that. So yeah. They can also check out your podcast. Yes, yes, yes. The podcast. (laughs) Yes. So my podcast is called the Connected Coffee Chats. And Honestly, we we chit chat about all things mindset, um, women's empowerment, self care, wellness, wherever like the universe leads me. To be honest, it's I like me and you. Going on. <laughs> I love it when you have Deborah on. Like, oh, really? I love it. Um, you, tell you guys are such good friends, and like the rapport is just so great. And then also, I think probably because I've I've you know met, you met her. her. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there they go. But, like, those episodes are some of my favorites for sure. Aw, I'm so glad. <laughs> we definitely have to do more. Like, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I will put all of that info in the show notes for everyone so that they have it. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much. Thank for you. Thank this you is so amazing. much for me. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. I enjoyed um chit-chatting with you and yeah like thank you for just being a great interviewer like I felt like we were just hanging out chit-chatting chilling um yeah thank you so much for having me I love it and I I can't wait till I can come to Calgary and we can actually go for a coffee and hang yes please come see me like really let me know Okay, that is a wrap. I hope you guys loved it. Please follow Tolu on all of the platforms. They're linked in the show notes. Uh, We will be having more conversations like this, and I will definitely be having Tolu back on the podcast. I will also keep you updated on when she starts seeing more clients, although you can reach out to her for that 90-minute consultation that she talked about. And uh, yeah, I'll keep you updated on her website and all of the things, but keep in touch with her because she she's going to do some really, really big things. And she's great. She's really, really great, very wise, has a lot of magic to give to the world. So do yourself a favor and give her a follow. Hope you guys are having a great week, a great summer and we will chat soon.